Yeah, it's alright. It's more my neck. So I just got a stinger. It happens. Do you think it'll be it'll keep you out at all the next week or uh, hopefully not. I mean I just got I just gotta do the return to play protocols and hopefully I'll be fine. Was it a frustrating game? You were sort of Yeah, I think they put us under big pressure in the first half and we probably did well to be in touch. Um, and then in the second half, we obviously had, had some moments um, and then we just let the pressure off with, with little errors and uh, uh, essentially that stopped us being able to uh, apply some scoreboard pressure. Yeah, so, Tony, you got no field position at all for the first half hour. So, in retrospect, you know, I know it's a bit soon, but thinking about how you might have been able to change that... Yeah, just um, disappointing first 40, probably not quite um, matching the Brumbies' intensity there and we just trapped ourselves in our own half, um, couldn't get out of our half and you know the Brumbies were pretty good in that, in, in that first 40 and potentially could have scored more points, um, so we did well to keep the score to what it was at half time. The Brumbies' kicking game, uh, especially really pinned you back in, in your own half, yeah, it's obviously, um, you know, Nick there is a quality rugby player and, um, you know, his kicking game is world class, so he did a good job there and we didn't quite handle it as, as well as we should have. Um, um, I think we, we fixed that up in the second half. I was going to say, Tony, the preparation to next week, I mean, Peter Fiji had a part of the Jurors, it's a common on that, what sort of, from a perspective, why it's so special to play over there, what's going to be the first Super Rugby game for the Fiji and Jurors? Yeah, awesome um, opportunity for the Highlanders and the Drua to play there. Um, I think it's going to be exciting for them. They're going to, you know, hopefully have a, a huge home crowd, and it's an awesome challenge for us to go over there and be the first team to play them there. Um, and you know, we're obviously not playing the rugby that we should be at the moment, but um, you know, next week's another opportunity, and it's a chance for us to, you know, hopefully make a statement and, and go on a bit of a roll. So it's the time of year when injuries start to play a part for, for all the teams. But you guys seem to have you know, suffered more than your share and in key positions too. So um, you know, is there any anything you can do, you know, to to try and bring guys through quicker or, or what you know, is there a solution there? No, there's no solution to injuries. Um, you know, it tends to happen when you're playing um, when you're not playing as well as you can, you know you tend to get injuries on top of that, and then the referees' calls don't go with you. It's it's a snowball effect, and um, we've just got to battle on, and you know get the fittest 23 on the park next week, and and go to Fiji and try and beat the draw. Have you got guys? Uh, anyone to back? Yeah, um, you know Aaron will, um, would have finished his uh, COVID. Um, uh, stand down and uh, Marino McKayley too will, will also travel to Fiji, so which is timely because we've um, potentially have lost two Lucys. Yeah, it would be really nice to get a win, but um, oh, Melbourne's a, a, obviously an awesome place to come and play sport. Um, and I'm Anzac as well, so it's a bit more special. And 
what a way to um, get all the Kiwi teams to play all the Aussie teams. Um, we obviously sh shared the motel with some Kiwi teams, so there's a few coffees going down on, on that front as well. So, no, it's been good. Um, obviously, we, we would have uh, really wanted a result, but it is what it is, and we get to go again next week. We do, like I said, uh, take a, you know, a yearly, yearly event. Well, if it makes sense, I guess that comes down to the bosses. Anything for Zoom? Guys online? Hey, Peter Amanga seems to be uh, one of the shining lights for you guys this year. Uh, Thomas. What are you coming up for, for um, All Blacks meeting? How do you think? How do you think he's going? Thomas Umanga Jensen. Thomas Umanga Jensen, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, yeah he's, um, you know, he's had a lot of uh, bad injuries over the last um, sort of five years. Um, so it's good to see him get through 80 minutes again. Um, you know, he's a when he when he gets um, to the, the fitness level that he he needs to be at this this level, you know he'll be as good as anyone in the world as a as a 12 or 13. So he's just working his way back and working his fitness to back to where it needs to be. Um, but his power, strength, speed is second to none for a guy who's 118 kgs. Yeah, no, I thought the back row were, look, I thought they were all pretty good, to be honest. I thought that's Scott CA's best game in probably five years. Um, you know, he, he looked like he did as a 22-year-old with his carry and, uh, and power um, in, in all areas and just his work rate in general. Um, back row, as you mentioned, Darcy Swain, 80 minutes, Kate Neville, first game back in a long time. And, and I thought our attack, you know, um, led by Whitey and, and Noah and Iray. Um, yeah, we had some really dominant passages there and probably should have been up by more after half an hour. So, Dan, tell us as a coach, you know, you put all this prep in all week before the game, go out there, two minutes, perfect backline move, and, and Tom drops the ball over the line. So, how do you feel at that point? Uh, angry, <laughs> if I'm being honest. <laughs> um, yeah, angry, but at the same time, like Tommy's certainly not going over there to do it him, you know, to do it, do it deliberately. It's, but it was a lazy action, and you know, we've got to be better than that. And it wasn't, you know, you're right. The backline execution was was good on a little shape that we run there, but um, I thought collectively across the board, um, we, it was a really good passage of play, and just disappointing that we're not sitting there uh, on Tuesday reviewing uh, an outstanding team try. We're reviewing a, a frustrating error, but um, thankfully Roddy um, didn't dwell on it and, and, uh, and, and had a pretty good game. What were your thoughts in the second half? Teams seem to lose way a little bit, um, not as clinical, a lot more penalties um, being given away. Was it, you know, a few changes made really quickly? Just, yeah. Uh, yeah, certainly nothing to do with the changes. I, j I just thought... Um, you know, we spoke about a half time, the first half an hour, we were dominant and we spoke about why we were dominant and for whatever reason we went away from that um, and we wanted to, after half time, we wanted to go back to, um, you know, really powerful and, and, and dynamic carry and urgent and accurate with our clean out and if we knew if we got phase after phase of doing that, we'd open up space and opportunity and I don't know, that's where we've got to be better.
Um, it's as simple as that. We can't be getting bored with what's working um, and thinking that we've got to change. Um, there's a reason why we were up 14-0 and probably should have been up 28-0. Uh, two previous games, uh, you Capitulated and they were up 17 and fell away, prioritised the Friday night, got blown out of the park. Was there a bit of um, pressure heading into this game? Did you feel like there was expectations that you 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 needed to win for Australia to get one on the board? Um, oh, there was no pressure. We, we felt a whole lot of excitement and we felt that excitement for um, for a couple of weeks once we knew these games were coming. Um, look, we're all pretty passionate rugby union people. <coughs> Um, not just at the Brumbies but across the board and we want to create positive stories for the game in this country so that we're talking about good things, you know, instead of constant negativity. Um, and I thought there was a lot of good things to talk about there um, today. I thought there was a lot of good things from last night's game as well, you know, I thought the Tars were incredibly brave on, on Friday night. So let's, let's just, I want, us to, I want to hear positive stories because there's plenty out there. And um, Pleasingly we, we uh, picked up a win uh, today and, and we crack on and Look forward to uh, hosting the Hurricanes next Sunday. Nick, how did you see um, Noah's performance like after having sort of five weeks out? You look pretty sharp. <coughs> yeah, luckily we had the, the bye week to, you know, had pretty much two weeks. Um, and he's seamlessly come back in, as you'd expect. He uh, thought he was really good, thought everyone was really good today. And he's, uh, like, he's just understanding of how we want to play and directs us around really well. So, yeah, it's, it's great to have him back. Um, oh, we, we knew coming in they're pretty dangerous when they get into that, um, you know, in, in our A zone. So um, try to limit the, the entries into our 22. Um, you know, it, uh, you know, we I thought we we limited their entries pretty well throughout the game um, through through the, winning the territory battle, through discipline, but also through our, our kicking game and um, you know contesting in the air. So yeah, look, when when you come up against sides like the you know the Hollanders and the, and the Kiwis and the, the good sides, you know that they're going to have moments. So you know it's not um, I'll put this like it's not shooting yourself in that in that moment. Like they're going to have them. Like you know, I mean, you, you try keep them to, to zero points, zero tries. But you know if they they do get one, let's just go back like Dan said to to what we know works for us, and it worked for a large part of um, certainly that first half. And um, yeah, we spoke about that, and I thought we we cracked on pretty well. And you know, and even after half time, um, you know, they they would they come out of the sheds pretty on fire after we took that three and um, you know, we spoke about it behind, behind the line that we'll, we'll get back down there, we'll, we'll kick off and roll up the sleeves and get stuck back into them. So like, we, we can't expect that it's going to be a perfect, perfect throughout the full 80 minutes. So that they'll have moments, and it's just how we react to it. And, and I thought we did that pretty well today. Dan, uh, you're only—I know you're only coaching one team, but with the kicking game today, you guys are putting it into the corners a bit. Um, you know, is there a bit of a lesson there for other Australian teams? You think in terms of the way they play the kickers? Oh, I, I can only talk for us. I know there's been huge growth uh, within our, within our kicking game and, and balance within our game. Defences are too good these days to be trying to run out of your own end. And, and there's an understanding of of having a strategy and why you're kicking, and you can attack through your kicking game. Uh, we're not just kicking aimlessly. Um, we preview and look at backfield space and opportunity. We look at who's in the backfield. 
um, every week. Um, I thought both our nines kicked superbly. Um, Andy Muirhead has uh, a lot of hard work, has turned himself into a very good kicker of the ball and finding backfield space. So it's pleasing. I think we've got um, you know ten backs out there uh, today that uh, that all have the ability to kick the ball and kick it well. And that's you need to have threats across the park, and that's one of them. So then. Turn the focus the next week in the Hurricanes. Um, do you look to get Al and Tom Banks back for that game, or is it too early to say at this stage? Uh, they'll both be a chance, um, but we'll, we'll we'll see. You know, we've we've spoken all year about depth and, and, and rotation and having players ready, and you know it's uh, disappointing not to have Alan available this week. But I thought Sefo and Tom Ross did a, a really good job. And it's, to win a competition, you've got to have that depth. And same with Banksy and obviously Moggy being out. Um, Righty's uh, got better and better each week as, uh, as a 15, so um, it'd be nice to have them available. It'll make again for some tough conversations, but um, uh, we'll see. And just on, one more um, on Ira, I think he was, if not top three, was probably leading tackler today. Sets up now his try at the end of the silver game. How crucial is he to that backline really getting your attack going? Yeah, smart footballer. Um, you know, sees space and opportunity. Very good communicator. Uh, he's an important player on our team. Um, he's at his best when he's physical, and you know his breakdown work, his tackle, his carry, uh, you know the the basics and the bread and butter. And I, I thought he led the way there today. Um, was uh, was superb. And then you know did what comes to him naturally um, in terms of directing us around the park and be another voice there for Nara and Whitey and and Lonas. So um, no good performance. Nick, uh, first super round, uh, you said there was a big future for the competition and give us uh, a couple of other venues you think where it might work. Yeah, I think it's awesome. It'd be great. Like, if you can come down and watch every game in one place, like, I don't know, I think Brisbane, Sydney, Auckland, like any of the big cities, it'd uh, be, uh, yeah, hopefully it sticks around and it moves around and um, I think it's great, like a festival of rugby, I think it's awesome. Hopefully it grows and gets better and better. Dan, it's reported that Sorry, who was that? Uh, oh yeah, no, there's not a lot to say there. Um, you know, he's an enormous talent with a huge future. Um, you want to keep players like that in Australia. If that ends up being the case, then um, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll celebrate it and understand that we've got a lock there that. Um, can play well at this level and and uh, and international level for for a long time. You know, not too many athletes with his speed and ability that are two oh four metres. They don't they don't fall out of trees. So we've got to we've got to keep him. And the man next to you? Don't want to see him go overseas. I guess any time soon either. No, no, not at all. Not at all. He's um, yeah, he's a huge uh, member in, in you know the Brumbies and and the Wallaby group as well and. Um, He's got a little bit of old school about him, Whitey. He likes to challenge and, and keep everyone accountable, um, players and staff, and, and you need that within a group. You know, the generation these days, they're very respectful and very humble, and having someone there that's going to keep challenging to be better um, is um, that's the reason why I wanted to bring him back in the first place. So, um, you know, hopefully he uh, sticks around for a bit longer. Have you made a call in the future? Uh, not yet, but, you know, people in the backgrounds are making. You know, that, that'll take its course and hopefully sort that out sooner rather than later. Dan, one of the themes of Super Round this week is the New Zealand team is coming home quite strong, particularly in the last 20 minutes. 
Was that something that you had spoken about in your prep leading into this game, finishing well for the Brumbies? Yeah, yeah, we had, um, in particular as a, as a Fords unit. Um, we knew that, um, you know, had some, uh, some players that would bring real impact off the, off the bench there, but uh, I thought our bench were, were very good as well. So you're certainly aware of it. Um, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we just got to play our game and do what we've spoken about all week, do it well. And, and uh, if you do, then, then that um, shouldn't have the, uh, the impact that, um, you know, you might have seen in other games. And, I was happy with our bench. Ethan from Zoom. Caden? Uh, is have um, been on the road for a while, like a fair run of away games, to be able to come home with a really good record sitting second on the table. How much confidence do you take out of that to be able to set yourself up? Uh, yeah, it's great. Like To have the Highlanders here in Melbourne rather than going over to New Zealand was great too. Um, uh, yeah, look at this was a good start, but just to start today, and um, you know, it's, it's great to to get back to GIO. Um, you know, we we absolutely love it, and we know teams don't like necessarily coming there, so that's even better. Um, and we can't wait to get back home, and um, hopefully next Sunday put in a performance again that everyone can be proud of. Big, big, big defensive shift for you guys. Um, a couple of words about uh, Brown and Valentini, both who didn't miss miss a tackle. Yeah, superb. Um, it could tell as well. Uh, I just we've spoken about attacking through our defence. Uh, I thought in that last uh, 15, 10 to 15 minutes, uh, very good um, across the board. You know, just our physicality and forced them to play off slow ball. And uh, both nines were pretty limited. They're dangerous, both of those nines with their running game. And if you dominate the collision, we uh, you know that helps you shut them down. So I thought defensively uh, outstanding. And Valentini and Brown led the way.